0: Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to today's radio program. Peter Padilla here with you today on New Year's Eve 2020. You know, when they added an extra day to 2020 because of leap year day this year... I knew it was going to be an extra long year. However, like most of our listeners, most of you, had no idea it would seem like a month longer than a typical year as opposed to a day longer than a typical year. 2020 has been incredible. The challenges that we've had to face, the new way of thinking is incredible in what we've had to face, and the change in our lifestyles all across the country, around the world have forced us to really think in a whole new way if you've ever thought about thinking outside of the box i mean you've had to during 2020 in a lot of ways people talk about how 2020 has been so hard and so tough i have a feeling that when it's all said and done 2020 may have to be one of the best years for a lot of people there's there's a lot of perplexity about that because it has been tough the economy's been tough Uh, people's attitudes have been tough Um, the optimism has been tough to find and there's been so many negative things to uh to see to look about to hear but regardless it may well have been one of the best things that could happen to a lot of people why do you think that i would even mention 2020 as being possibly the best year ever i want to tell you about that and
0: more after this quick message For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com.
1: Hi, this is Sherry Hill from Sage International wishing you all a peaceful and blessed holiday season. Hey, we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. 2021, it's coming up real fast. I mean, really fast, like tomorrow. And when that happens, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have a chance to start over again, not only in a new year, but in the way that you think and live your lifestyle. You know, one of the things you really should think about doing in 2021 is starting your own business if we've ever learned about the value of self-reliance it was what we went through last year in 2021 now that we're it was what we learned last year in 2020 now that we're in a new year it's our chance to fire it up one more time and this time do it right do it by starting your own business so that you're not totally dependent on an employer on an industry on anyone including the government. To support you and take care of you and your family. How do you do it? A lot of people wonder, how do they start a business? The best way to do that is by getting some education, getting some knowledge. I recommend that you read a book called Incorporate and Get Rich by Sherry Hill. Sherry is a woman that is marvelous in her world. 28 years in business, helping people launch, start, and grow and prosper in their businesses because Sherry Hill knows how businesses are structured, how they're set up, and what makes them work to the best advantage. Want to learn more about getting your business rolling and making sure that you're on your way to success? Call Sherry Hill at Sage International here in Northern Nevada. Telephone number 775-786-5515 and tell Sherry Hill you want to start and grow your own business. My name is Peter, and I am not only a radio host, but I'm also a beekeeper. 2020 was a great year for beekeeping, and 2021 is not going to be any different. It's a great way to get back to the universe, and we're going to talk more about the upcoming Nevada State Beekeepers Conference for 2021 a little later in the show. Right now, I want to get back to our conversation about why 2020 may well have been your best year. You see, 2020, although it had its difficulties and hardships, it gave us something to work toward, essentially getting out of 2020. But, you know, we had to learn to deal with all of the things that were coming into our lives. And in many cases, I'm finding after talking with many people across the country, what we dealt with was not so much physically that came at us. It was emotionally that came at us. There were a lot of people that had fear on their minds in 2020, and a lot of those same people are rolling into 2021 with the same level of fear, but I don't think that's going to continue for a majority of the population. I think we're beginning to realize that optimism is really the key to success in any venture that we undertake. When we engage ourselves in a career, in a business, in a process of development, and we put our full mind, body, soul, commitment into it, there's no doubt we're going to be successful. But what most people don't see of a successful person or a successful business is what it took to get there. The struggles is what I'm talking about. I believe that America is the richest country in the world. I mean, we have everybody in America living like rich people. Well, you might think, you might say, Peter, I come on, you're crazy. No, we're not all rich. Well, it depends on what your basis of comparison is. When I was a little boy, I came from a poor family, so I know what being in a poor family is about. Please know that being in a poor family does not mean you're poor of spirit. It just means that you have very little money. When you, when you live in a poor family, you have to learn how to deal with it, how to overcome those obstacles, how to persevere. And mostly, how to be self-reliant, how to take care of yourself. Because when it comes right down to it, ladies and gentlemen, no matter what the world, the government has to offer in social services and free things for all people, the fact remains, you have to take care of yourself. You have to make sure that you make the right choices in life. Even if something is free, it may not be right for you. It might be harmful for you. You have to make the right choices and taking everything that's put in front of you, eating everything that is put on your plate is not always the best thing for you because you may not be making the decisions and the choices about what's put in front of you and what you have on your plate and what you eat and consume and put into your body. The reason that's important is because that activity dictates what kind of a person you're going to be. You know, I have to tell you, I'm uh, quite an impressionable person. I become like the people I hang around. It's natural, but some people, it affects them even more. I'm one of those individuals. I'm so lucky that I didn't hang around with real bad people in my life because sometimes I'm afraid that if I had, I would have turned out like them. See, I turned out like a lot of my friends and a lot of my older brothers and sisters. I had a lot of them. I had nine older brothers and sisters. I'm down to four older brothers and sisters still living. But regardless, I have a lot of influence in my family from other people. So I'm one of those persons that is overly impressionable by others. I think... Many Americans are like that, too. They just don't realize it. Maybe they haven't pinpointed it. Maybe no one's ever talked about it. How impressionable are you by other people? If I hang around really negative people, I will become negative pretty quickly. If I hang around people who like to fight and argue, I will jump right in there and fight and argue with them. But what's really funny is if I hang around other people that are really nice and gentle and good listeners and understanding and think more of other people than they do of themselves. Very generous, very giving people. Guess what I become like? Yeah, same thing. It's really amazing. Sometimes I'm so troubled by what's happening in the world that I just want to uh, whack something, shout, yell, vandalize, destroy, terrorize, you know, do all those things that some people do when they're unhappy. But then I tell myself that I don't want to influence anybody to do those things either. I know there are other impressionable people like me. So the idea is to be gentle, nice, kind, and thinking of others always and understanding that everybody else might be having a good day or a bad day. We never really know. But the key is to have good control over our environment. We really can dictate what kind of people we are and what our thoughts are by the people that we hang around. I was talking with a young person not long ago who is somewhat disappointed in the way her work is going at her place of employment, and because of that, she is uh, making sure that she tells uh, the people that are important about those problems to see if they can be resolved, but the fact is these are not so much operational problems as they are structural problems. These are things that are inherently challenging about the kind of business that this young person is engaged in. And because this business engages many, many people, they have a huge process for the way that they get their work done. Lots of layers of administration. Lots of layers of supervision. Lots of layers of operations, procedure, policy structure, review, funding, policy, procedure, structure, review, funding, a lot of that, more and more. It's just that kind of business. Well, when you get into that kind of business, you cannot expect for it to be anything different than that. At least not right away. At least not if you're not planning on doing something about changing the way that business is. You go into that business knowing what the guidelines are. And A lot of businesses look very easy to be involved with, either as an owner or as an employee or somebody in management. Many kinds of jobs look really easy. But I've learned from my own experiences and by watching other successful people that it's typically the jobs that look the easiest in this world that are, in fact, some of the toughest. And the reason, I believe, is because successful people always make it look easy. They always make it look like what they do is a great way of life because they're always smiling, they're always happy, they're always successful, they're always positive. They talk about positive things and the world is always uh, a rose. It's always getting better. And I know it's because on the surface people think, well, that must be a great easy job. That must be the kind of job that I wish I should have had because then my life would be easy. Then my life would be more prosperous and more rewarding. Well, if that's what your thought is, uh, I think you need to change your thought because those people who are successful and make it look easy, once they choose the kind of work that they do, they put everything into their job, everything into their work. It is truly the love of their life next to their families. It's what gives them passion and what gives them A reason for living every day and getting up every day and being positive every day. And ladies and gentlemen, I suggest to you that you have that same feeling within you. You just have to let it come out. If you're like me, an impressionable person, I suggest that in 2021, you hang around with people that are the kind of people you want to become. Look, you've got an advantage. If you know that you're an impressionable person, then it's pretty easy to be successful. All you need to do is hang around other successful people, and I guarantee you, you will become like them. there will be people that will be making great incomes, and they make it look easy. There'll be people that will be having a great fun, amount of fun at their work, and they'll make it look easy. And there will be people that seem to deal with all kinds of challenges and issues every day that would perplex other people, but they make it look easy. And the reason is because they absolutely love what they do, and they think positively at all times. Those, my friends, are the kinds of people that I want to hang around with, and I suggest you hang around with, too successful people, positive people. Hang around these kind of people and that's what you will become. Want to learn more? I do too. Hang
0: on, we'll be back after this. Sage International Incorporated, we believe if you know the way, you must light it for others. Owning a business can be hard, demanding, and even bizarre. At Sage International, our passion centers on education, which is based on our own experiences of building a company from scratch, along with the insights gained from the thousands of clients we have served. If you are a business owner, real estate investor, professional or entrepreneur, and not sure how to properly structure your business and personal assets to safely grow, protect, and leverage your hard-earned wealth from the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and estate taxes, then call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 to schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International.
1: Broadcasting weekly, Nevada Real Estate Radio here in northern Nevada. Many people listen to us across the country, of course, because we stream our radio show on American Matters Media, and then we post the podcast, com. You'll see all the shows that we've done previously. If you want to hear the entire show, maybe you just caught part of another show, or you got to tune away from this show, that's what we do. We get them posted up there when we're done. So you have a chance to listen again, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Earlier on one of our other shows, I talked about how to get out of debt by manipulating, manipulating some of our habits and how we buy, how we sell, how we pay our bills, the importance we put on certain expenses. And that's just part of being successful in the world of real estate. We have to get control of our lives, our financial lives. And sometimes it's really tough to do that, you know, because sometimes uh, you talk to people about saving money and they tell me, Peter, I don't have any money to save. Well, you know, the fact is I can understand that. But most people, most people who say that have expenditures, I can almost guarantee you, that they could sacrifice for a little while, do without, change some habits. And before long, they might have a little nest egg that they can do something with. I have a feeling that most of us have things like that. We just don't really think it's going to have that much impact on our lives. And maybe as one element of trying to become more financially independent, it seems like a small thing. But when I talk about making little changes in your lives, you'll be amazed how sometimes making one little change in your life has a big impact on other things in your life. And the reason is simple. It's because you prioritize the way that you're thinking. If you want to think like a more successful business person, a more successful saver, a more successful home buyer, home seller, all you have to really do is start thinking like that because you're going to become what you think about. Many books have been written about that theory. It's actually, I think, a postulate. It happens. Think about what you want to happen in your day, and that's probably what's gonna happen in your day. So when you think about saving a few dollars here and there, or cutting some expenses, it may not have a big impact on your overall outlook of your financial picture, but you'll be amazed what it does to the rest of your picture. It's like a spice. If you like to cook the way I do, Sometimes adding just a touch of oregano or maybe just a touch of cilantro or a touch of this, touch of that, right? And suddenly you have a whole new outlook on this incredible dish you're cooking. Your financial future is the same way. So one of the things that we talked about in saving money and paying off debt is really to focus on your expenses and your debts so that you can meet them. But here's what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk about making a little bit of an investment in yourself. It's called the Peter's Pay It Forward program because you pay it forward the way I do. I paid it forward to Peter, to me. You know, I thought about how I can best help people, and that is for me to be financially secure and unafraid of my future because I owe so much money to so many people, entities, whatever. No, no more. You can have control of your life when you don't have so many obligations, so many people pulling at you. So, give you an example. We'll start with your rent. I remember my landlord, when I was a young man, could see that I was struggling sometimes to pay my rent because I was maybe a day late, two days, three days. And I had a very understanding landlord. And my landlord and I got to talking about my challenges getting the rent on time, and I kept telling him I'm going to do the very best. He said to me, Peter, I'll I'll give you tell you what I'll do. He says, you can pay me half of the rent at the first of the month and then the other half at the 15th of the month. Would that help you out? And I thought about it. I said, well, absolutely. You know what I had gained there? I had gained the amount of money that half a month's rent equaled because now I did not have to pay it to anybody on the first. I had that money in my pocket until the 15th so i instantly i mean i instantly improved my financial outlet i was able to pay some bills that i could not have paid if i would have had to pay the full dollar amount of the rent on the first of the month but my delightful landlord said to me you can only pay me half that's fine pay me the other half on the 15th and you know what i did that and i started paying my rent twice a month on the first and the 15th And my landlord was happy, and I was happy, and you know what? My life improved dramatically, dramatically. I did not even have to earn more money, spend less, make more money. It was my life improved immediately. Imagine if you could do something like that. That would be one option, a great option to consider. But here's the other thing that I would consider as well, because it's very unlikely you're going to get somebody to do that for you. I started doing the Peter's Pay It Forward program, and suddenly I started to feel some of the same benefits, many of the same benefits, many years later that I felt back then when I had that trusting and understanding landlord. So here's what I did. I was in my new world, in my new life, and my rent was due, just like always on the first of the month. And I struggled to make that payment on the first of the month because I was a commission worker and I got my biggest check late in the month. So I was always at a challenge, right? I had the money one part of the month and my bills were low and then I had this bigger payment due, the rent, at another part of the month, but that's when my check was really low. And so it was always a struggle trying to stay ahead and keep up. And then I decided I would see if I could do something similar. I went to my landlord and I asked my landlord, I want to know if I can pay you twice a month instead of once a month, for my rent payment. And my landlord looked at me, and, well, she kind of frowned. She was expecting her full rent that day, and she said, well, no, i got to have the whole rent. And I said, okay, um, so here is the thing. I'm going to go ahead and give you your whole rent payment for the month here in... Uh, 1st of October, I handed her the full rent payment in October, and I said to her, may I give you an advance on next month's rent for November so that when that comes around, I already would have paid you a little extra already in advance. Is that okay? She was, again, a little bit puzzled. She says, well, what do you mean? I said, well, no, what I'd like to start doing is, like, on the 15th of this month, the 15th of October, I know my rent's not due until November 1st, but what I'd like to do is send you $100. And then when my rent's due in November, like normal on the November 1st, instead of giving you the full $1,000, I'll give you the rest of it. Then I'll give you $900. Is that okay? I'll give you that $100 in advance. She said, wow, I, I guess, she said. That'd be all right. And away we went, right? So... That's exactly what I did. I found a way, I scraped up $100 to give her in advance on the 15th of the month before my rent was due the next month. How'd the rest end up? Let me tell you, on this radio show, our Nevada Real Estate Radio, I've learned from so many of my guests and listeners that have called to talk to me as well. And I've got to tell you, this is a trick that I learned just from dealing with people. Because the next month in November, I gave her the $900 on the first of the month, and on the 15th, I didn't give her $100, I gave her $150. She had no problem, no complaint. When she received the check, she cashed it as normal, and away we went. My next payment for the month, of course, was not $1,000 or even $900. It was now down to $850. The following month, on the 15th of the month, I gave her $200. And then on the first of the month that followed, my balance was $800. This continued, ladies and gentlemen, until I was to the point where on the 15th of the month, I was giving my landlady half of the rent, $500. And on the first of the month, on the following month, I was giving her the rest, the other $500. So you see what I had done, I had reduced my per paycheck amounts that I needed to pay. I had made a great friend with my landlady because she was getting half of her rent in advance every month and I was only being impacted by $500 per pay period instead of $1,000. And the other thing is this. Miraculously, I started to find more money in my checking account. I mean, the fact that I was so focused on making this happen made me avoid little petty expenses that in the big picture may not seem like a lot but have a huge impact in the way that you live your life. When you think about being efficient, you're thinking about being not only financially efficient, but think about ecologically efficient. The less stuff we buy from China, the less pollution we're going to support. The more junk we buy in small plastic packages that we have to throw into the landfill, the more we will pollute. The more we focus on doing things that improve our lives and our lifestyles simultaneously, the less negative impact we have on the world. So many of us struggle because we put ourselves in so much stress And a lot of the stress comes because we have obligations, financial obligations. And when we can barely make it to the finish line every time, and when the finish line is always so distant, it puts a lot of stress on you, your family, your loved ones. You can't think very well. I know I had that problem. I don't struggle like that anymore. I really feel like I have good control on my finances because I, I do what you have to do to be successful in anything. You've got to stay ahead of the game. You've got to stay ahead of all the negative forces out there. Having a good eye on your finances? Peter's Pay It Forward program worked for me. And if you want more details on how it worked, call me anytime after the show, and we'll give you some great advice from our full team here at Sage International. 775-786-5515. Or visit our website,
0: sageintl.com. .com Sage International Incorporated we believe if you know the way you must light it for others Owning a business can be hard demanding and even bizarre At Sage International our passion centers on education which is based on our own experiences of building a company from scratch along with the insights gained from the thousands of clients we have served If you are a business owner real estate investor, professional or entrepreneur, and not sure how to properly structure your business and personal assets to safely grow, protect, and leverage your hard-earned wealth from the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and estate taxes, then call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 to schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. That's 775-786-5515 call Sage International.
1: I love Sherry Hill, and you will too after you listen to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Sherry Hill is known as the Wealth Protection Diva because she knows the world of business like no one else. Robert Kiyosaki, author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, recommended her book, Incorporate and Get Rich. And to this day, the phone keeps on ringing from people that want more success from their business. Tune in every Monday to the Sherry Hill Radio Show, 1130 a.m. right here on 1180 a.m. radio, the Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. I'm glad you're tuned in to our radio show today, helping people make great decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. Many people that I talk to tell me that they really don't think they're in a position where they can buy real estate because they either don't have enough income for down payment, maybe they have bad credit maybe their income is so low they can barely afford to pay their bills and so forth and so forth right we hear all those stories when we ask people why they're renting instead of buying a home I think it really all comes down to one major thing and that's this debt how much debt is in your life because like a bad influence in your life debt too. Can influence your life in bad ways it can make you think about things differently because you have learned to have debt to tolerate debt in your life and now this is the kind of person that you are a person that allows themselves to be indebted always to others can not have as much control over their life as a person that doesn't have debt hanging over them. So on this segment today, we're going to be talking about how to be debt-free in as little as one year, depending on your individual circumstance. And I'm going to tell you this for two very good reasons. One, I've used this system and it has worked for me. Two, I learned this system a number of years ago when I got into the mortgage world and my mortgage mentor, God rest his soul, Ben Barker, my mentor, passed away in 2014, and I miss him today. Ben Barker was one of the smartest mortgage lenders I've ever met. Not only because he was a great mortgage lender, that's what he did for a living. Ben Barker was a great instructor, and he was a great motivator and leader he was like a klingon if you know what i'm talking about with star trek he was one of those people that he got in your face and he told you exactly what he thought i loved ben barker let me tell you what i learned from him about being debt free so the main thing is this debt is really killing americans ability to purchase a home the average american has saved very little of their income Uh, the most recent stats are anywhere from 0.05 to 1 percent of their income, and you know we actually see that most people, you know, are spending their way into trouble. The bottom line is that you cannot build your own value, your own wealth, if you owe other people money. Ben Barker used to put together a great class on being debt-free in a year, and my notes from him are what I live by. Let's look at the key stats. The average American has over $15,000 in unsecured debt. $15,000 $15,000 of unsecured debt, that's not very high by today's standards, but that is a lot of money regardless. Our grandparents didn't even have credit cards, and they did pretty good without them. I remember my mom sending me to the store to get some groceries, and my mom would tell me to sign for it, and I would just sign for it. And she knew the store owner. The store owner knew me, knew me, my family, her. He knew that my dad got paid about once a month and that my mom would come in and pay the debt, and she did that. You see, she was using debt, that kind of debt, that kind of credit in a good way. She was maintaining cash flow at home so that when my dad got paid, that's when she paid the bills, and then she could live without having to spend any more money until the next time she'd pay the bills. Now, there's good debt and there's bad debt. Bad debt is any debt that you use to buy non-assets. Okay, When you look at it, if you go into debt to buy a toy, that's bad debt. If you go into, a, into debt to have some fun, take a vacation, go to an amusement park, that's bad debt. You know, it's hard to get rich when you're constantly pulling money out of your pocket and spending it like, you know, the fact is, when you're spending, 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 you don't think about paying any money to yourself. I mean, who is the most important life that you think about in your world? It should be your own if you don't take care of yourself. You cannot take care of other people, whether we are talking from a physical standpoint or a financial standpoint, you have got to get yourself out of debt. Psychologically, it makes you feel better. And being out of debt, how much stress do you think that would take out of your life? You know, some families actually go as far as divorce because of debt. Either they both got into it, one got in it, they're fighting about it, whatever the reason. But debt is a uh, saber. It's trouble in a relationship. You know when you have a lot of debt and you interact with different people you'll be surprised. So you can set an example for your kids, your friends, your family members by being one of those persons that's a leader in society. Working yourself out of debt, staying out of debt. You know when you're out of debt you actually even feel better. I know that because with less stress you're happier, you smile better, you use better muscles, you maybe exercise, go for walks, have fun. It's hard to do that when you're constantly thinking about how you're going to pay your debts. And what is this next debt that you're gonna take on? Your life will be so much simpler without a whole bunch of debt. But how do you get out of debt? I'm gonna tell you. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio. My name is Peter Padilla, and I learned how to get out of debt, how to be debt free in a year, from my mentor, Ben Barker. And here's how you do it. In your first step, what you do is you have to, you have to add up all of your debts, put them on a piece of paper put them on a spreadsheet. Put them on one line. List up your debts. First of all, your credit cards. If you have two, three, four, five, it doesn't matter. Put each one in there separately so you can add the total for each credit card. Then if you've got payments, personal loans, student loans, car payments. Who doesn't have a car payment it seems like, right? Put that in there because that's one of your debts. You're paying that every month. Anything that you're paying on a regular basis that you have to pay, that you have to pay, that's the important thing that you have to pay. I'm not talking about tickets to the movies. I'm not talking about trips to Tahoe. I'm not talking about football tickets to next year's whatever game, whatever sport, whatever thing. I'm talking about things that you absolutely – these are the necessities. Put them down there in your monthly payments. Now, when you look at all your debts and you see all those credit cards, here's the first thing you got to do. It's the hardest part of this whole process. You cut up all your cards except for one of them. Do not close those accounts because those accounts are going to work in your favor. They're going to work in your favor. You're not going to close those accounts. You're going to tear up the cards so you don't add any more debt to those balances. The next thing you're going to do is If you own your home, you're going to get a second mortgage or a new first mortgage to consolidate all of that debt that you have up there. That sounds crazy, doesn't it? I mean, why do I want to refund my house just because i got some credit card debt? Listen, if it's a major debt that you can't handle, you need to know every single option you have. And I think this is a great option for the right people. A first mortgage or a second mortgage is going to do this. First of all, remember, you're only going to do it once. The idea is you only do this once in your life. This is a part of getting out of a big hole. You need a certain kind of shovel, and this is a great shovel. the second mortgage or a new first mortgage, it makes sense because you can bring down your average interest rate down from whatever you're paying right now, which I guarantee you is somewhere in the neighborhood of 16 to 26% on that credit card. You can bring it down to today's new low interest mortgage rates. I mean, we're talking about two-point-something, three-point-something, maybe 4%. That's a huge, huge difference in the amount of money you'll have to pay monthly to get that credit card paid off. Your effective interest rate on your mortgage really goes from whatever the note is. It goes down even that lower than that. And you know why? Because home loan interest is tax-deductible from your ordinary earned income. At least that's the case in my personal tax world. Everybody's is different. And i encourage you to talk to your own tax professional remember i am not a tax professional or a cpa please talk to them about your tax implications before you apply or sign documents on a mortgage now if you can't do a refund you don't own a home you can't get a first mortgage what do you do you can consolidate all your debts into one or two credit cards And and then see if you can negotiate a lower rate on either one of these cards. And I guarantee you, your chances are pretty good that you can. Sometimes you just have to ask for things in this world, you know? Like ask to reduce your debt. This is a great way. It's a great way to help you reduce your debt. Remind those people when you're talking to them, asking about reducing your interest on your credit cards. You're trying to reduce your debt. You're trying to get out of debt, and we need their help to do that. Ask your credit company. Ask them if you'll make a deal. Ask them, what can I do? What can we do to lower my interest rate? After you go through that process, whether you can or you can't, the idea is to make sure you're making the minimum payments on all the credit cards except for one of them, just the minimum payment. Then take any leftover money and use it to pay off one credit card at a time. As you pay off each credit card, you'll have little celebrations, little chances to have fun, and this will encourage you to keep going. I remember when I paid off that first credit card, I thought, wow, if I can do that, I can pay off the other two. It's an amazing process then you go with the next system which is when you buy things make sure you're paying the least amount that you need to and make sure you know what you're buying in fact go with an all-cash system i know everybody uses credit cards but here's what i'm saying in your mind this is cash and if you can do it go to cash i use a lot of cash i love cash it's fun it's different but write down what you spend for groceries clothes eating out fun money and say what's your budget make sure the amounts are reasonable and that that's where you're going to stay on every single month and if you've got car payments remember this they can be a killer the idea is you've got to find a way to get your payments down and car payments is one of the biggest payments most people have if you have car payments now see if you can not have one sell your car then pay a cash amount for a you know less expensive car if you already have negative equity in your car pay it off and when you pay it off and you're going to buy another one. Don't go getting in debt again. Pay cash for your used car, something you can afford, and let somebody else take that huge depreciation. That alone is going to help you get out of debt, maybe in as soon as one year. If you want to learn more, I encourage you to call me at Nevada Real Estate Radio, and I can point you in some great directions. Have questions for our professional staff at Sage International. Call me at 775-786- 5515, and tell me that you want to be debt-free in one year. I love Sherry Hill, and you will too after you listen to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Tune in every Monday to the Sherry Hill Radio Show, 1130 a.m. right here on 1180 a.m. radio, the Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. Back on Nevada, Real Estate Radio, New Year's Eve 2020, looking for a great year coming around the corner in 2021. With all the stress, all the challenges that I've had, In my business world, in my personal world, over the course of the last 12 months, one thing that has really helped me is focusing on physical activity. Walking, running, exercising, riding a bicycle, doing anything to get those endorphins going, get the energy flowing. It's amazing sometimes how just burning off a little steam physically can help you concentrate a little bit better, maybe help relax you from some of the challenges that you've had throughout the day and even help you come up with some great epiphanies because you have time to think when you're on a tread machine for 20 minutes or when you're on a Nordic track for half an hour or when you're hiking up one of the mountains from the beautiful hikes in northern Nevada you really get the chance to think and solve some problems in your head and that's really where most of our problems are when it comes to business problems Uh, We think they're all in our head and only we can solve them, but I always encourage you to talk to an expert. The expert I recommend is Sherry Hill from Sage International. Sherry's known as the wealth protection diva for a very good reason. She helps people make a lot of money in their businesses, and she helps them make it the right way by knowing how to structure, by knowing the kind of moves to make at the right time of year, and knowing how to prevent problems, prevent misfortune. There's all kinds of things out there that can happen to you as a business owner. Once you become a business owner, you've got to think like a business owner and protect your assets. Call Sherry Hill at Sage International. She'll make sure you're on the right track. 775-786-5515. Check out the website, sageintl.com. And tell her Peter sent you. Today, I'm talking about being optimistic for 2021. Yeah, I know we all want to be optimistic, but sometimes it's just so darn easy to be pessimistic. And there's so much negative news in the world. I've been in the media a long time, and it's always been the negative news that sells, the negative news that draws attention. If it bleeds, it leads. (laughs) I've heard many times in um, the newsrooms, Um, always look for the widow. And that's going to give you a great picture, a great story is another thing I learned in the newsrooms of some of the best TV stations across the country, some of the best newspapers across the country. It's still true today. Only negative is really what sells, and it's a human emotion that I really can't put a definite finger on other than it's probably tied to the emotion of fear. And so when we are fearful, we seek to protect ourselves And that's really one of the most important things in our life at the moment is protecting ourselves, our family, our loved ones. So a great way to uh, gather attention from somebody is to instill the emotion of fear. Well, you know, in the sales world, we sometimes instill the emotion of fear by saying that if you don't take advantage of this offer by midnight tonight, this opportunity at this price will be gone forever. Well... Well, no matter what you're selling, if somebody is fearful of losing that opportunity or missing out, they're going to stop and think and maybe take action that they wouldn't take otherwise. And they'll think it was based on finding a great opportunity or a great value or some new piece of information that they got at the last minute. The reality is motivation is many times instilled by fear. You know, a lot of us, we need a superhero in our world. And every one of us has one. My superhero is my spiritual superhero. And my job is never to sell religion or any kind of reference to what you should feel as your center of focus, your moral compass, if you will. We all have it. It's just different. Sometimes it might be the same, but it's never exactly the same. The thing is, I think all of us have to have a moral compass of some sort, what we feel is right for us, so that we know where the center of our happiness truly is as well. We're never really happy, I don't believe, unless we're following our own personal personal moral compass. And again, so many of us are easily influenced, like I mentioned earlier, and so many of us are exposed to negative information throughout the day, the week, the month, the year, that it's very easy to fall into these negative emotion traps. We're only looking for the pessimistic side of the world, the pessimistic side of life. Some people call it the narcissist side of life. And it's, you know, it's a very easy thing to do. I've gotten to the point in my life where every day, I remind myself the importance of having good social skills. The importance of showing others that we truly listen to them and truly care. Because that's really what connects us. And so many people are devoid of real close connection with people. They live digitally. They live without looking at people. And nowadays, you can't even see people's faces Because everybody is encouraged to wear a mask of some sort. So it's hard to get that connection going. I think it's a bigger focus than ever before, though, that we make sure we overcome these obstacles to great connections, to positive thinking, to helping others, and to looking forward to great and prosperous times in our world. It's not just about money. Money is a result. It's kind of like a lagging indicator of a person's optimism and success drive. A lot of people are rich in their minds, but they haven't get the money yet. They're going to get it. They're going to be successful in whatever the career is that they're thinking about, but they don't have the money yet. But When you see some of these people and you talk to some of these people, it's like they already have it. It's like they have already attained that level of success that they know is coming. Yet so many people can only imagine because they don't go beyond imagining. You absolutely have got to believe that you're headed for better times. When you believe that you're headed for better times and things are going to not only stay stable, if that's what you love, but they're also going to improve at the same time. Not only change, if that's you what you want, but they're going to change for the better, because that is what you want. You see, every one of us can achieve our goals at the same time. It's just how we think about it in our own mind. Instead of telling others what they think they should achieve so that they are happy and so that their world is right, Perhaps this year, in 2021, we should think more about what we change in our own mind to make the world right and to make the world better. Because it's only going to change in our own mind. Only if you need it to change in your own mind. And if you're happy with the way it is right now, why not leave it alone in our own mind? We can be happy in our own mind if we just satisfy our own needs. And a lot of times, those needs are already met. We just haven't recognized them. We haven't appreciated our own value. We haven't appreciated the things that we have. New Year's Eve 2020, today, it's a big part about what I'm doing. I'm appreciating the things that I have. Great friends, great family, a lot of terrific business connections that help me be successful i know that because i'm also one of their connections and i help other people be successful and that's what i encourage all of our listeners today to do as well help others to be successful in whatever their endeavors are encourage other people to be positive when you're talking with somebody who's just spewing negative 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 hear them out but then say to them ask them a question please what can you tell me good about today have you done anything good today? Has somebody done anything good for you today? And you know, you might struggle to get anything good out of some people because they're so well, they're so programmed to talk only in the negative. And they may not recognize the positives. But I encourage you to help them do that. Remind other people about how good the world is, about how good the life that we all have on earth is, and how it's going to get so much better every day as we move forward with positive and optimistic thoughts for ourselves, for our loved ones, and for everyone we meet in 2021. Thank you for a great year in 2020. Hope you have a fantastic year in 2021. God bless you all, and we'll see you next week right here on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Goodbye, everybody.
0: You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.